Welcome to the Inner Trends Podcast. Welcome to the future of mobility. Simply say on track. Welcome to a new episode of the Inner Trends Podcast. My name is Britta Walters, and our today's guest is Christoph Rocasera, CEO and founder of Talano. Talano is a cleantech startup which specializes in sustainability. Their goal is to reduce particulate matter generated by rail traffic. How this exactly works, we'll find out in a moment. First of all, I'd like to welcome Kerstin Schulz, Director of Innotrans, on the show. Kerstin, welcome. How are you? Fine. How are you, Britta? Oh, very fine. Thank you. <laughs> well, Kerstin, a few more months to go until the railway industry meets again in person at Innotrans. Until then, we want to keep the community updated with the latest news from Innotrans and provide insight into current industry topics. We do that here on this podcast, of course, but also in the Innotrans report. Could you explain for those who don't know um, the report, what is it exactly? Um, in the addition to the regularly updated press area, our press service also includes the Innotrans report. It is an industry magazine now in its 18th year already. Um, it's available in English and French and in German as an e-paper and um, within the Innotrans report app. Um, current information about developments in the rail industry, innovative new products and background details about uh, transport policy. Um, you can find all things um, there, which the InnoTrans report provides to its readers. Um, meanwhile, we have more than 110,000 readers. It's uh, published four times within the InnoTrans year and two times in between. I see. Um, the latest release has recently been published. Um, what are the main topics of the current issue? Each report has a special focus and um, the focus at, at this uh, report is on the segment public transport with um, like e-ticketing, ID-based ticketing, e-buses or fully automated passenger information systems, new seating system. Stadler um, talks about a hydrogen-powered train for passenger transport in the U.S., Then um, a big issue is cybersecurity. I'm very, very happy that we've got Milko Ross, the expert for cybersecurity for an interview. He talks about how intermodality requires a high degree of interconnection between the different actors, um, what vulnerabilities are created by data sharing, and how to make e-ticketing as secure and trustworthy as possible. Then we are looking forward to welcome again the Women in Mobility Network at InnoTrends. Um, they take care that women get a better visibility in the mobility sector and can do better networking together. And there is much more to explore, so just read yourself. <laughs> Quite a good variety of, of topics. Uh, that yeah. really, sounds really interesting. Yeah. Uh, where, where can I find the report? Do I need to subscribe somewhere? Yeah, you can subscribe on the website or you just go to an app store. Okay, so that's easy. <laughs> yeah. 
What other sources of information do we offer at Innotrans? For instance, um, the Innotrans Daily. So you can stay up to date during the four days of Innotrans. Um, so during Innotrans, the official daily can be easily downloaded as a PDF within the Innotrans Report app. And um, during the entire duration of Innotrans, it informs all readers about the main topics of the exhibition, innovations and product highlights, as well as relevant um, events. Every morning, the Innotrans Daily will be sent out to all registered exhibitors and visitors as a newsletter. It will um, also be available for download on the Innotrans website. And you know what? At this point, we want to thank um, DVV Media Group, Oilray Press, for being our exclusive media partner for such a long time, doing the Innotrans Report and the Innotrans Daily. Yeah, well, that is true. <laughs> well, we see there are various possibilities to stay updated and to learn more about the innovation of the railway industry. Thank you, Kerstin. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Now I'm very pleased to welcome Christoph Rocasera, CEO and founder of Talano on the show. Mr. Rocasera, welcome. How are you? Very fine, very well. And you are uh, very pleased to talk with you and it's an honor to be invited. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Well, in this podcast, we talk about the future of railway. But before we do that, I think it's always helpful to take a look back to see where we are coming from. I noticed that the fascination for railway is often rooted in the past. How about you? Where does your fascination for railway come from? Oh, uh, it's a very old memories. Uh, my grandfather uh, was a railway man. Uh, he worked with uh, for SNCF, the national, French National Rail Operator. And it took me a long, long time ago. It was, I guess, in 1969 to see the last journey, the last trip uh, of a steam train uh, on the line. And it was an incredibly uh, moment because of vibration, because of sound, because of the feeling of power uh, we could have. Uh, um, uh, uh, so it was, it was just amazing. And for a, a, a young boy of uh, something around five years old, it was just incredible. So in terms of sustainability, of course, steam locomotives is not state of the art, but things have changed, of course. Um, well, sustainability, of course, is also a big issue nowadays in railway. And what Talano does is very specific. Um, you focus on the particles being emitted during braking. How did you come up with this idea? Um I came with this idea uh, through, through the automotive industry. Uh, first, it was dedicated to road transportation. Uh, just as you know, uh, I'm sure that um, today we have a, a, a real topic within the European large urban district uh, with a quite poor uh, air quality and very high level of particle matter concentration. So. Uh, a significant part uh, of the emission of particle matters for automotive and road transportation uh, is, uh, is coming from uh, uh, brakes. So uh, we 
try first to develop a solution dedicated to automotive, then to AV vehicles, and at the end also for the rail, uh, both for uh, um, urban uh, uh, trains, subways, uh, especially because it's quite important when you are in confined uh, environments uh, uh, because ventilation is something which is quite tricky and, and you have a quite uh, significant uh, level of concentration of particle matters within the air, which is, as you know, something which is not something very interesting for uh, uh, the, the public health uh, uh, today. We know the consequences uh, of uh, those particle matters concentration. So we wanted to develop uh, uh, an efficient an affordable solution to try to answer uh, and to solve this problem uh, at the end. So this is what we did. And the reason why we created the company, it was uh, quite long time ago in 2012, but it's an industrial process. So it's quite long and uh, we started from zero. So, uh, uh, so today we have an efficient uh, uh, solution. We reduce this pollution about 90% which is uh, an interesting way to say that uh, um, uh, we bring a, a real industrial solution. You mentioned it already a little bit. Um, from an environmental point of view, why is it so important to reduce particles emitted during braking? Why is it such a big issue? Yeah, uh, we know quite well uh, today the, the consequences on human health. Uh, we know today that there is a link in between those particle matters raised by brakes and Alzheimer and Parkinson disease. Uh, so regarding uh, uh, the situation, it was very important to, 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 to find a solution. We also know that there is a link with cardiovascular disease today and uh, with cancer. So... Um, a break release part metal particle matters and i mean your body is not prepared to receive that kind of uh, of uh, of pollution uh, the smallest those particle matters are the most harmful they are and for particle matters released by break it releases particle matters in between pm15 to pm0.01 Uh, so it means the size of a virus. So it goes very deeply within your body. Uh, and uh, this is a reason why we, we absolutely wanted to have an efficient uh, solution for, for this, uh, this, uh, this problem. And in which way does your technology work? In which way can it help to reduce these harmful particles? Um, we reduce this emission at source. So it means that we modify uh, the brake pads and we aspirate, we suck directly within the pad at source. So it means by doing this way, we minimize uh, the dissemination of particle matters within the air and we reduce uh, the health issue uh, of uh, this pollution. And once more, we're doing both for road transportation and uh, for rail today. Uh, so we are... Uh, testing our solution on commercial traffic today in France uh, with SNCF. Uh, it's also a collaboration with Région Île-de-France, which is uh, the Gros Paris uh, uh, district. Uh, and normally, uh, 
uh, the test should be over uh, uh, and finalized at the end of this year and hope uh, we hope to 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 be able to deploy uh, the solution uh, uh, quite rapidly and is the technology already in use in in other areas in, in public transport For public transport, we have today uh, a collaboration in China uh, with the subway of Shanghai. Uh, unfortunately, as you can imagine, because of the pandemic and because it's quite difficult to travel and to commute, uh, uh, it takes much more time. Uh, we have been selected also recently uh, by the city of Seoul, Uh, so we were very proud. Uh, we received a, a prize from the, the city of Seoul and the subway of Seoul. And we hope once more when the border will be open to be uh, in a position to travel and to go to visit our colleague in Korea and to deploy also the solution uh, for uh, the subway of Seoul and maybe other trains or subways in Korea. So innovative technology from France to Asia, very interesting. I wonder, are there differences as uh, to how the technology works when it comes to different modes of braking, for example, an emergency brake? Uh, it works in all conditions. Uh, but we know that, uh, by definition, uh, emergency brake is quite Uh, it's much more rare. I mean, the real topic also for us was to be able to reduce this pollution in every condition on day-to-day -day basis, uh, but also for emergency break. So, I mean, it works in every condition. As you can imagine, it has been tested in all condition, uh, with uh, uh, weight condition, uh, 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 high temperatures. I mean, this is the reason why we have... Uh, we have been allowed uh, to be on a train today in France uh, on commercial traffic today um, on day-to-day -day basis. So we, with passengers uh, within the within the the train. I see. Um, so I, I heard that the technology is also helpful for the maintenance and overall durability of trains. Why is that? Can you explain that a bit more? Yeah, of course. Uh, because we suck directly within the, the, the pads, uh, we can measure the temperature and the depression uh, within our device. So it means that we have a vision which is interesting on uh, uh, the fact that you will have to change your pads or not. So in terms of predictive maintenance, which was not the topic, to be honest, at the, at the beginning, but we... we have a, a service we can bring uh, uh, to the market uh, to give an, a clear idea at each moment uh, about uh, which part do you have to change or not. So in terms of cost, also it means that we can have something interesting to bring to different rail operators. You mentioned earlier that you founded your company in 2012. If you look back, what are your key learnings uh, when it comes to building a startup in the railway industry? <laughs> uh, many things. Uh, uh, as you can see, I'm not uh, quite typical uh, a startup. I'm not 25 years old. I'm just a little bit more. So uh, uh, with my experience, I mean, it's interesting. I guess that um, uh, it's very difficult uh, especially for 
when you're not on digital industry, uh, to to try to imagine the development of your company for the ten the ten next uh, years, uh, which is crucial for industrial uh, company or industrial uh, or engineering company like ours. Uh, just to be to be clear and to be honest with you, I'm not sure that if at the beginning uh, I had the idea to have something for the 12 next years, uh, I, I maybe have changed my, my, my mind and, and do something else. And that's coming from the, 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 the transportation industry. I'm coming from the financial services industry. So the, the conception of time is not exactly the same. <laughs> so you, you have something which is, uh, you, you work for the next two or three seconds uh, for the financial uh, services industry and, and for the 20 or 20 next years for the rail industry. So it's totally different. But it's very interesting. So you just started and things kind of turned up. Do you, well, do you have some advice for other startups or young companies, let's say, uh, in the railway industry? Uh, you, you, you have to, to believe uh, 100% that what you're doing is something which is crucial and very important. I mean, this is the only way to wake up every morning and to, to try to, to bring something new to an industry which is uh, an industry once more uh, existing since two, 200 years Uh, uh, with, uh, which faced uh, in the past many inv innovation, many new developments, and uh, which had the capacity to, to innovate by, by itself and, and do not wait for, for, for a startup like, uh, like ours. I mean, I think that it's quite usual for transportation industry to work with startup uh, for softwares for example, but for the hardware, it's it's not exactly the same. So what are the main challenges uh, for a company like yours um, to find a market for a new product in the, in the railway industry? Is it, as you said, to find a partner or how, how, how do you do it? <laughs> yeah, we, we made the choice at the beginning to be a pure in, engineering company. So we are purely fabulous uh, and we are... Uh, working and developing relationship with tier one suppliers. Uh, and this is something which is not so easy for a startup. Uh, when you are a company uh, with 20, 25, 30 employees, and when you start to work with a company with 100,000, uh, I mean, it's sometimes a little bit difficult uh, for both sides. Uh, so uh, uh, it was, I'm sure, uh, difficult for, for, for the, 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 the company we're partnering with as it's quite difficult for us. But I mean, it's, it's crucial and very important because you learn a lot. I mean, the cross-fertilization in between those very big industrial groups and small uh, and uh, uh, in small company like ours, it is something which is, you produce a lot of added value when you're successful uh, and when you, you, you create that kind of relationship with very big uh, and very large company.
your way of thinking is totally different and their way of thinking is totally different. But I mean, if you make the effort and if they make the effort, I mean, the result at the end is very interesting. The result is interesting. And, and in the end, I mean, it's innovation and the good idea. I mean, that's key, I, I guess. Right. So I wonder, where do you go from here? Are you thinking about um, using your technologies in other areas or are you working on something completely different for the railway industry? Oh, no, we have many, many other applications in uh, other industries. Uh, as you probably know, uh, within a lift, within a building, you have a brake. Uh, uh, so you use friction brake. Uh, so, I mean, we have so many applications, uh, totally different, uh, that I think that we can have an interesting future for the next, uh, let's say, 20 20 next years. So we have many, many, many projects and we are very happy. I mean, sometimes I have to ask to my engineers to go slowly and not to be so creative. I mean, you have to deliver at the end. I see. So we're hopefully going to see some of it at InnoTrans in September. But thank you, Mr. Rocasera. That was really interesting. Thanks for joining us here on the InnoTrans podcast. Thanks for inviting. It was a real pleasure. Well, next month, we'll be back with new guests and new stories. Have a great day. Stay tuned.